St. Patrick. St. Patrick was born in Britain, of Roman stock, probably with the name Patricus Magnus Succotus. When he was about 14 in the year 403, Irish raiders carried him to their own country as a slave, and there, near Ballymena and Antrim, he first learned to pray while looking out for his master's grave. The saint escaped in a ship taking dogs to Gaul, and there he became a disciple of St. Germanus of Augsburg, studying also at the Monastery of Lernus. For 15 years or so he lived abroad, but then he dreamed of Ireland and determined to return to the land of his slavery as a missionary. St. Germanus consecrated him bishop, and he returned to Ireland in the year 432. At Tara, Neath, he confronted King Liray with the Christian gospel and confounded the Druids. He converted the king's daughters. He threw down the golden idol of Chrome Crouch and Lentrin. The saint wrote that he daily expected to be violently killed or enslaved once again. But in the year 444, he established his bishopry at Armha. And with this city as his base, he placed the organization of the Irish Church on sure foundation. I bind onto myself this day the strong name of the Trinity. By invocation of the same, and there, one in three, and three in one, wrote Patrick in the hymn we call St. Patrick's Breastplate. The saint died in the year 461 at Saul on Strangford Lock, down Patrick. Happy St. Patrick's Day, one and all. Welcome to the 805 and Revolt podcast. I am your captain, Samuel Kincaid, Maximilian Colby Bean, joined here by my three friends and your co-pilots. And we're also all passengers. We're all flying the plane. We're all sitting in it. And the plane's about to touch down in Dublin. And wouldn't you know it, Jeep Thatcher has returned from France. He is out on bail. Jeep, say hello. Hello, everyone. And catch my episode of Locked Up Abroad airing in 2022. Russell. Yes, that's right. Jeep was locked up abroad. And um, as you remember, um, but he's okay. He won't tell us what happened, but we're okay with that because we're ready to celebrate St. Patrick's Day. We're moving on. I'm not proud of what I had to do. Yeah, and we are here when you want to talk. Yes, Jeep, we are always here for you. We are your social blanket. You can wrap yourself in us, and rest assured, your tears will not fall in vain. So today, and every day of this month, is Irish-American Heritage Month, the month of March, when we celebrate the Irish and their long history of contribution to making this country the great place that it is. Now, as we do this, I just want to wish top of the podcast to you. Everybody say hello to our listeners. Russell, say hello to the listeners at home. Hello, everybody. Oh, hello, everybody. How oh, are you? Hello. I went out to the market to get. I went to the chippy there to get a few, you know, sort of a sort of fried fish and chips there. And oh, I was uh, shearing a sheep there in the old sort of the grey rolling hills. I remember my mom when she would drive us around down to Ventura, or whatever. When I was a young boy, she would play these. When you're just, a, lo- a young lad. A young lad. <laughs> a young lad couldn't have been more than eight or nine. She would play these cassettes, and it was this priest named John O'Donohue, who was also a poet. And he had this, the most beautiful voice of all time. He, he had the voice of every angel, where he was, And how are we today? As Catholics, we have nothing to fear because God is with us and we are with him. And we, we would just listen to these on the way to like the movies, track practice, whatever. There would just be that calming John O'Donohue, beautiful, calm lake with sheep grazing. And he'd say, 
Now, the church isn't just a place to pray. It's a place to celebrate our life. And in the spirit of John O'Donohue, one of my mother's, uh, one of her, another thing she liked from Ireland was Kaylee Rain, which was a Irish-American Catholic rock band. And she would buy me CDs and uh, insist that I listen to them. And they were basically like a watered-down Diet Coke version of U2, where the lead <laughs> oh, singer was man. trying to sound exactly like Bono. And believe it or not, we booked Kaylee Rain. They will be here later in the episode. And they will be playing their hits, like 40 Shades of Green, a song in which they just list different shades of green. And also, The Change in Your Pocket, a heartfelt ballad about charity. And least we forget, their best song, my favorite song, I'm Not Dude, I'm Dad, a song about respecting your father. And I listened to over and over. No, I, I loved Kaylee Rain because it was the first time I ever heard like rock music. I was like in fourth grade, so I was really like, it's like, you know, I was just kind of exploring music. At that point, it had just been like nursery rhymes, what was on the radio. But then I was like, oh, Kaylee Rain. Like, look at the fucking drums, dude. <laughs> so they'll be here later. Kaylee Rain. Uh, we'll be happy to have them. And uh, yeah, fellas, what do you think? When St. Patrick's Day, what do you think? It's not just about green beer and getting drunk in the bar crawl on Main Street Ventura. It's about so much more. What are your thoughts on this the, the blessed day, the feast of our saint, St. Patrick? Well, the day that McDonald's starts brewing up their delicious <laughs> shamrock shakes oh, in, on January 1st. There's nothing nicer than a shamrock shake. About oh. a month or two before the day itself. That's when you know. I know, and I get the feeling, and it rises up in January, and then March comes around. Woo. Crashes down like a wave of green food coloring and high fructose uh-huh. release. Cupcakes, Mardi Gras beads, colored green, some green undies, whatever you need. Just don't get pinched on that special day. Yeah, wear your green. Wear your green. So. So, St. Patrick's Day, the feast of the patron saint of Ireland. We do want to send our cheesy Irish accents aside. I do, I'd be remiss if I didn't say this early in the show. I want to send out a sincere, heartfelt appreciation of the Irish people of Irish culture, and of Ireland's contributions to the growth and the progress of human civilization, both in the fields of art and literature, great Irish figures like Yeats, like Shaw, great bands like the Cranberries, can't forget James Joyce, gotta shout out Ireland, what they've done as far as contributing manpower to global peacekeeping missions in the Congo, in East Timor, anywhere and everywhere, Ireland is always advocating for a free, prosperous, peaceful world, and coming home what the irish did to help build this country the railroads the dams the canals that would not stand were it not for irish labor labor that was carried out in the face of persecution in the face of anti-catholic bigotry in the face of hatred the irish they just bore it all and they made this country what it is today so shout outs to ireland for real for real for real shout out thank you now saint patty brought us a couple of nice questions. More than that, though. Fourteen. Yes. <laughs> All right, old pot of gold. Some of you wrote in more than one question. We dig it. But you're getting a little greedy. And before <laughs> we answer the questions, Cameron has an announcement to make, folks. Uh, uh, so we're not going to call them Irish car bombs? What, what was it? <laughs> we're calling them Dublin drops out of respect for the, you know, what Me people went through. about to throw drops. down a, a Dublin drop for the, for the fam right here. Uh, Let's go. Three, two, one. 
All right, beer Guinness has spilt everywhere, and they, they are, are still drinking. They are putting down their Dublin drops. Ooh, Jeep is gonna win. Oh, oh Jeep just put that whole boy down. Well, I'm not much of a child. Oh my God, Jimbo, tell the people how you feel. You are the Dublin drop champion. Done. You got to before it. Like, <laughs> that voice was that. Yeah, tell the people how you feel, King. I love some Baileys in the morning. I love some Baileys any time of the day. And that was just a nice stout chug with a little Irish cream at the end. I, I'm i going to start doing that every day. No. <laughs> I, 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 um, I want to apologize that we just had a Presbyterian beat a Catholic in a, in a Guinness chug off. I want to apologize to any and all of our Irish listeners. That will not happen again. Cameron's going to start training every single day of the week. We'll be back next week. Yeah, we'll be back next week with a race to the finish. Uh. So we got the questions. We got 14 of your questions. Thank you, thank you, thank you for writing in. We love this. It's interactive. It's you. It's us. It's a conversation. Jeep, let us hear them. Well, our first friend of the show, Caitlin, would like to know why Neapolitan? All right, Caitlin, I assume you are referring to Neapolitan Mindset, which is a global revolution that I have started, but I am not, I'm not behind the wheel. The people are behind the wheel. Neapolitan Mindset, I'd recommend you go back and listen to episode three. I covered it pretty much in depth, but I will just say this to you, Caitlin. Vanilla, strawberry, chocolate. Make money, fuck money, I am money. Okay, you take what you love, you hate it, and you become it. Neapolitan mindset all day, every day. Free yourself. Go get a gallon of Turkey Hill. They only sell in Ventura. Uh, the Ralph's on telephone. So that's where I get it. Starting Neapolitan right now, every day, all day. Question done. Question two. From Big Will, we have Shout who or Shout, out. Shout, out. Shout outs to this fucking guy. Yeah. Ahem. Shout outs. Look. Will Luca. He would like to know who or what will run for the Democratic Party after Kamala Harris. All right, Russell Cameron, your thoughts. Mm-hmm. I like that he says what. Yes, exactly. What will run? I think the future is unknown, but anything can run. <laughs> um, many things can run. Yeah. Birds. Birds. Uh, yes. Lizards. Lizards. Equestrian humanoids. Streams and rivers. <laughs> so yes. it's. I think that maybe <laughs> diarrhea. A boy yeah. will come along. His Your name. Mouth. His name is River. Mm. River Run. River Run. River Run. Yeah. And he'll change He's everything. A congressman from Queens. Yes. My name is River Run. He'll be the youngest. He'll be eight years old and. Uh, that's boy. what I predict. We'll have a cute little boy president with a propeller hat and a big lolly, lolly, lolly. Get your adverbs here. Cameron, your thoughts. Democratic Party, who is the future face of this party? Ooh, who knows? We have Kamala. Yeah. So we have her, after her stepdaughter. Oh, Ella oh. Emhoff, perhaps. We have, look we have the <laughs> Biden family. <laughs> and we maybe, have, Hunter, maybe Hunter Biden's going to be president. The, the Clintons are still active. Hillary is not dead. So um, just be careful. I think, I'm thinking. Just be oh, careful. No, go for it. Russell, you first, please. I think it's possible that a man named Will Looker might step up. <laughs> yeah, I like it, and I'm also scared of it. Why not, Will? Why not, you? Will? You 
be the change you wish to see in the world. Ask not what your country can do for you, but what you can do for your country. I did not have sexual relations with Marilyn Monroe. <laughs> I think the future of the Democratic Party is going to be the Biden-Harris blueprint, but just taken to a further extreme. So it'll be Skeletor and Lizzo. And Skeletor <laughs> will go out there and say, Eternia will pay! And Lizzo will go out there and scream about how black trans lives matter and white people need to be sent to camps and shot into space. And it'll be really awesome because they'll use race to divide the working class and to keep people at each other's throats so that no one comes and slits theirs while they rob our country blind and turn us into a pack of paupers and broken, sick, lonely, desperate humanoids with their warmongering and their greed. Okay, next question, please. Oh, wait, wait, wait. Lizzo could just go up and be kind of cool. If she just kind of played the flute for a while, well, she never and that spoke. was just that was just She's her speech. She, 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 just spoke, played, she just played the played the flute, and then everyone would vote. That's a good w- platform. Yeah, okay. just play music. Just I mean, Lizzo. <laughs> I, I don't mean to hate on Lizzo. I'm sorry, but I did it. So I mean, fuck it. Next question. All right, from Mountain <laughs> Mike, we have Mountain State Mike. Mike. Everybody clap. Woo! Mountain State Woo! Mike. Woo! Woo! Okay, he <laughs> would like to know. Who was the true handball champ at Topa Topa Elementary? Mike assessing. Um, oh, no. No, no, no. no, no. Mike that would was be goat on the court. Mafia Mike. Oh, Mafia Mike <laughs> on the handball court? The Italian <laughs> stallion was goat on the big wall. We had Let some me tell little you. wall was where I played because I was horrible. He we was a sleeper some... back in the day for sure. He had he had the power, but let's not forget about Ben De Los Reyes' oh. older brother. Yes. Oh, whoa. Yes. That Shut man up. could hit a ball Jacob De Lo higher Ray? than anyone. I remember, remember that. <laughs> yes. Yeah, Jacob okay. De La Rick. Yeah. Like three Shout stories high at least. I never played at the big wall because I... Well... Uh, but I, I held it I down. was bad, yeah. We we uh, stuck in line at the big wall, but every time it was cut, yeah. time for us to go up, we'd, we'd go be like, oh, we, I forgot something in My the back. My shoes untied. <laughs> one one year, we were, we were um, clinger on. We were hanger on. Yeah. So we didn't actually That's play. where we like, spread the prophecy and we were, stuff. We were interlopers. <laughs> one year, there was like... I had a, I was in a combo class, so I had recess <laughs> with some older kids. And Shit, this, every day I'd try to go against this one kid and I'd honestly beat him a good amount of the times and him and I just talked so much shit to each other and every day his breath just smelled like mustard. You were pretty good at him. And I would just go, at least my breath doesn't smell like mustard. Like, Jesus. Like, I would just be like, you are the most crusty you body shame. Did him. something happen? No. no. Like, I found breath, out he I had like a mustard breath. I breath shamed him. Okay. Part of the body. Still though, if the you're going like to eat a mustard dogs. up, Hand yeah. Sammy. He sounds like an American to me. Come dude. on. Yeah. He, had a, he had a hard home life. His mom shoved mustard in his mouth every day. <laughs> Wash your mouth out with mustard. Yeah. Yeah. You bad boy. You <laughs> lost that handball again. Let's Eat make him mustard. smell this mustard. <laughs> All right. Next. Next. I, it might have been my fault. That his breath smelled like mustard every day. <laughs> <laughs> what? The world, the world is a mirror. We only see ourselves. Uh, next question. I think my gut, handball goat. From fan favorite Tanner Bradley. Oh yeah, big big shout out. Big shout out. One of the Love first. Love the boy. We have. He's a legit fan. What's more annoying to Ojai locals, the tennis tournament or bike tours? Russell. The tennis tournament. Everybody knows that. The bike tournament. It's pretty cool. Both of them go back a while. I mean, actually well, like, go back to, like, um, 
I don't know. Yeah, pretty much the beginnings of Ohio tennis town, but it's famous for fuck tennis. Okay, fuck the tennis tournament. (laughs) It constantly coincides with my birthday. Therefore, it always coincides with something you're doing because it's just too with with Easter. I'm trying to, I'm trying to party. I'm trying to get down, and I've got all these tennis bros ahead of, of the line. With me in the bars, taking up my birthday time. Calling out and our, they're, they're our fucking... homies from the ice cream shop. Yo, they tried the, the tennis boys, Cameron, speak some truth about what happened to they're our friends. Studs. So, story is, our buddy, who used to work at the Ojai ice cream shop, got in a little tussle with a few... Tennis. Well, I won't. I won't say wild tennis, but we, it was in the middle of the we, tennis tournament. We won't hang this on wild, but they were wild tennis. Uh, it could have yeah. been for many. Why not be? You might as well be. Yeah. <laughs> if you're gonna play tennis, you might as well play for Mark Wild, right? Yeah. Anyways, who was homie, awesome? Our guy. homie had some bloodied up knuckles. He comes by and he's like, just ran into some punk ass tennis players. Had to show him what's up. But it could have been a tree. Yeah. We never know. You never know what That's happens. That's sort of the. Yeah, and in, in Ojai, when Either someone way, has those knuckles. If it was some tennis pools, <laughs> we all wish we were there to help them out. Here's what I will say. Uh, Ojai Tennis Tournament is a nightmare. It is everything I don't like about modern American society compounded into three days. I don't care if people are riding bikes and enjoying their day. That's nice. Uh, ride your bike. Don't drive your car. Um, yeah, people have been parking, too. Oh, it's, it's like, like, it's like, if, like it's when you... We have to talk about the bike thing. Okay, come here and take a bike tour. I don't mind that. Yeah. I don't mind that. No. Come ride a fucking bike. That's good. All right. I was, I was just going to add that, you know, these days when you go down on Sunday downtown mm-hmm. near the market yes. in the mornings, how, uh-huh. how annoying it is. During the, the tennis tournament, it's like that all day, every day okay, <laughs> of all yeah, the tennis. Yeah. Like it's days. a farmer's market without vegetables, and all they have is fucking hot German guys who are <laughs> yeah. trying to buy ice cream. Yeah, yeah. yeah but, but the thing is, is they can't eat. Anything spicy? No, yeah, yeah, of course. No, no. there's no. pop up tents all over town and they've got shitty palates. <laughs> You're fucking with the Irish. Uh, uh, I don't want to have spicy me. diarrhea uh, before you, my big oh, match, boss. They all call you boss. Thanks, boss. <laughs> God, it's because dude. the apex of their culture was Knight Rider, so they all talk like Hasselhoff. Listen, <laughs> this is St. Patrick's Day. I mean, no disrespect Their to the dads German people. They're all tan, greasy seals. Yeah, just beautiful, hot German guys. Just like, hi, uh, can I get this scoop of the spumoni? Because they all have a spumoni brain. Those Caitlin, Caitlin, back to your question. The difference, the dichotomy, the binary is Neapolitan mindset is free, liberated thinkers. <laughs> spumoni brain is mindless cogs in the devil's machine. And the wild boys are spumoni brain. If I Don't you know... Listen to me. That's the white man's ice cream, Spumoni. Okay, think about it. Yes, we we love all countries, but on this day we love Ireland. So love everybody Ireland else is going to get shit on. Friends forever, the Irish and the Americans, hand in hand, walking to a golden dawn. Jeep, next question. All right. Rem Martin would like to know, did American elites kill Gaddafi because he refused to join the single world currency proposition? Ooh, Sam, get this. All right, Muammar Gaddafi, the leader of Libya. Some would call him a dictator. Others would call him a revolutionary and the great brotherly leader of the Libyan people. So Gaddafi came to power in 1969 in a bloodless military coup at age 29. He was a young, handsome, charming, charismatic dude who was heavily influenced by Gamal Nasser and the ideas of Arab nationalism, Arab socialism, and fighting against the hegemonic Western... Uh, p- 
post-colonial order that was all over Africa and the Middle East. So Gaddafi hears this guy, comes to power. He was educated in England, but he was very suspicious and disdainful of the British and of the British crown especially. He decides, we're going to nationalize our oil wealth. American companies and British companies will not bleed us dry while we live in poverty. We will nationalize this wealth, and he did. And they built Libya up. They built grand cities. Tripoli became a sort of Paris on the Mediterranean in, in North Africa. Okay, Muammar Gaddafi was taken out and murdered in 2011 by rebel forces during the Libyan Civil War, the first Libyan Civil War. Right now, Libya is currently ensnared in the second Libyan Civil War. Since his death, it has been constant unrest and chaos. There are open slave markets in Libya today where men and women from sub-Saharan Africa are trafficked openly because it's a failed state. And American intervention is what helped kill Gaddafi and lead to this disaster. Now, why? Why did America and France and the UK especially, and some of our other NATO allies, why did we conspire to axe Gaddafi? Why did we launch a barrage of airstrikes and fund and arm and train the rebels who are fighting against him? I don't know if it's about the one world currency proposition. I think it's a more broad idea of anyone who stands in the way of the hegemonic total control of Western power. So you saw the same thing with Saddam Hussein. And I'm not saying Saddam and Gaddafi were great men, but I'm saying they were opponents to the world order. So Saddam had to go. Gaddafi had to go. Thomas Sankara had to go. Uh, in the Congo, the Congo crisis, we had to install our guy. Everywhere and anywhere that we see someone who's providing a counterweight to American control and to American sort of totalitarian corporate influence, we have to ax that motherfucker. So that's why Gaddafi was taken out. And also he was threatening France's influence in the French-speaking parts of West Africa. And this is when Nicolas Sarkozy was running France, and very much a conservative, very much a war hawk. And let's not forget Hillary Clinton and her role in basically convincing a skeptical young President Obama to kill Gaddafi. So it's very deep, it's very dark, um, and Gaddafi, I will say this, St. Patrick's Day, the, the IRA had no greater friend than Gaddafi. He sent money and arms to the IRA throughout his time in Libya. He funneled money into the IRA, and he did everything he could to support them and their quest for a unified Irish state, and one of the last orders he gave before his death was to keep sending rockets and machine guns into Northern Ireland. So, interesting, Gaddafi, he had to go, he was a threat to capital, that's all I'll say. Next question from Benache. We have is Neapolitan ice cream available in Irish grocery stores? Oh, I've never been to Ireland, but I know how to talk like an Irishman. So nah, I sound like a South African. <laughs> <laughs> um, yes, you can find them in any store around the world. Neapolitan is relentless. It will make it wherever it needs to be. And Ireland is a place that... They're, in, they're fucking innovative, and Neapolitan is innovative. Let so me tell yes. you something about Neapolitan ice cream. <laughs> I go to store after store, and I say, I better listen to this British show called 5 and Revolt. It's a couple of American lads hanging out at the garage, and one of them is called Sam Bean, and he's sort of a manic, frantic man. One of them is called G. Patrick. He's sort of a calm presence. One of them is called Cameron Hackett, and he knows all about sports and basketball and football, you know, but not our football, American football. And one of them is called Russell Huggard. He's sort of an entertainment guy. He knows about music and movies. It's a very eclectic mix of, of, of fellows, of personalities. And so they tell me to eat Neapolitan ice cream, so I go to the store and say, hey, it's Neapolitan, please. I want vanilla, strawberry, chocolate, fuck haters, you know, love haters, become haters, you know, sort of, and I can't get my Neapolitan ice cream. So I had to get on the, I got on the car, and I drove all the way 
Italy, I want to, to the port there, and I got on the boat, and, blah, 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 and I went to Italy there, and I said, okay, near, I am in Naples, they got to have Naples, and I'm sure, sure, sure they had it. So I'm hoping that, you know, Michael Higgins, present of Ireland, if you hear my voice, can we please get Neapolitan ice cream here in Ireland, in the streets of Belfast and Dublin, all that sort of thing. There. <laughs> Simple. Next question. <laughs> <laughs> From Woody Brown. Oh, we have a big... Here we go, Fuck Woody. you. What? Uh, <laughs> <laughs> we love you, King. You are a young King, Woody. Keep it up. You asked man. a question. Oh, I know. He asked. He asked. <laughs> he, he, what's the best metric for determining who the oh. greatest of all time in a sport is? And there is no metric. I wonder this. I wonder this all the time, Woody Brown. I say, so you said, what is the best magic for determining who the greatest of all time is? What do you want to tell you this here? Because magic's changed, because stats change, because say Johnny Unitas and compare him to someone like Brett Favre and then compare him to someone like Tom Brady. Okay, so their stats are different because the game is played in a different way. Offenses are run differently. Now they're more pass-reliant. They used to be more run-reliant. But who's to say that if Johnny Unitas were to play in today's league where it's all pass right. and where you can't bloody hit a quarterback, who's to say Johnny Unitas wouldn't be the greatest of all time and not Tom Brady who's playing in a day and age where the fucking defensive bear gets sent to jail for tickling the fucking quarterback? Yeah. I ask you that. Get that. Get that. Get that. Jeep, hit us with the next question. Aiden would like to know... Aiden from Saddle Mountain. What's... Aiden. <laughs> king. Now that's a real king. Yeah. What is life really about? Uh, Jeep, you got it. Well, life can kick you in the teeth or it could put you on a throne. It depends where you're at, but you just got to keep kicking. And you know what? It's a big party. I hate to quote Drake, fuck his music. <laughs> Nevertheless, you, you only live once. All my homies hate Drake. So make it count. Get out there. Fucking stop bitching. Stop making excuses. Just get shit done and do what you want to do. That's what life is about. I hate to be a Republican in this sense, but kind of pull yourself up and just fucking do it. Because you know it's in you and nobody can stand in your way. I swear to God. And also, life is meaningless. Next question. <laughs> All right. From Alex Aguilar, we have, how long until we make Joe Rogan woke? Never. Uh, we don't. Joe Rogan is our direct competition. We will have nothing to do with him. We are flying past him. Uh, folks, if you listen to Joe Rogan, I suggest you stop and you just listen to us twice as much. Go back through our old episodes with a comb. We are the next Joe Rogan. We we've already we're not even we've already eaten him. Or yes. gobble gobble gobble. If you listen to Joe Rogan and if you haven't smoked DMT yet, you're a poser. Okay, Joe Rogan. <laughs> Joe Rogan is so 2015. Yes. Get on our train, Neil Malton mindset, baby. Uh, so Ben Shapiro, uh, tell me about what these liberals are doing. Okay, well Joe, thank you for asking me that. Okay, well let me just tell you. Uh, shut the fuck up, Joe Rogan. Next question. Dude, have you done DMT? <laughs> Nevertheless, from Sean Edwards, who, legend. who blessed us with four questions this evening. Yeah, Sean, that's a little I, I enthusiasm on point, but it's a little it's much. St. Patrick's Day, we'll do it. Yeah, we'll do it for you, King. We love our Gooch. <laughs> <laughs> All right, and Gooch has been Sean. Yes. All right, <laughs> Gucci. Great, great man. All right, good Gucci, friend of mine. Gucci Goo, we I love would, that guy. We would like to answer your questions, and he would like to know. Why won't Mira Tandon answer my DMs? Because you are the enemy, you are a counter-revolutionary, and she is afraid of you, and she also hates you. Next question. Oh, it's Sean again. Why is Joe Kennedy so smoking hot? Joe Kennedy's hot well. because Joe Kennedy III uh, from Massachusetts, he's hot because he's Irish-American, 
he's a Kennedy. He's from the greatest family to ever walk this earth. I truly mean that. <laughs> I fucking love the Kennedys. I've been flipping through Ted Kennedy's autobiography once again. These people are incredible, and they did what they could to make this country great, and a lot of them were killed for it. So Joe Kennedy is hot because he's a Kennedy. Next question from Sean. <laughs> what is your happiest memory of Margaret Thatcher's death? And hey, hold on a second, you piece of shit. I am directly related to her. And she is the That's his grandma. She's the greatest woman in politics who has ever existed. So you hold your tongue. Let me sir. tell you something about Margaret Thatcher. I know these little Irish folks around here. Let me just hump on in and say something to you about the Tories and what they try to do to make this country once again strong. And you say here you're gonna talk about the Iron Lady like that, that's gonna be a problem with me, mate. And me and all my mates are gonna meet you and your Welsh fucking crew, and he's gonna meet you in the street, and it's gonna be a one, two, one, two, you're gonna be fucking on the ground. So there he is. Margaret Thatcher, don't even take a name in vain again, so And a fourth question? Will Colin Powell ever be held accountable for lying to the UN? No. Because everybody at the UN lies. It's what you do when you go to the UN. It's a fun little game. Yes. All right. Moving on from our question segment. Thank you for writing in, people. We Thank love you. it. Uh, Thank keep you. Keep it up. Keep writing us in. And also ask for advice. You know, do some Dear Amy stuff. Hey, my boyfriend. Hey, my girlfriend. Hey, what do I do about yeah. this? I want to get a promotion at work. Okay. Now, we're like, going to move. Yeah. Like, I yell at my dog and it's still barks back at me yeah what do i do how do i train it how do i stop smoking cigarettes how do i get my dad to notice me yeah we will give you the ask a million questions we'll do a live show for you answering all of them we'll just do a q a show our collective experience is enough to get you by our total iq if you add up all our iqs is over seven million so that's a mathematic fact just ask my fucking math teachers, bruh. We turned down a <laughs> we pick, turned down a big corporate think tank job just for this. So yeah, I was running the fucking Heritage Foundation, and now I'm just sitting here in sandals with my weird looking dick answering your questions. So. <laughs> what? <laughs> Whatever, dude. We got sea cucumbers here. I got some stuff is wrong with me. Um, <laughs> next question. It's, uh, it's it's no more questions. It's <laughs> <laughs> I got two du- two Dublin drops, but I'm not drinking. But I'm contact drunk. Russell, tell us about uh, entertainment and the role of Irish in in shaping popular culture and entertainment. Well, with the Irish, if you want a good Irish movie to watch on St. Patty's Day, I do. Okay, well, if you're going to go for the biopics, you're going to want to watch And the Name of the Father. Name of the Father. Yes. See, during the 1970s in Belfast, a guy named Jerry Conlon finds himself in the wrong place at the wrong time, and he's put in prison, been accused of being an IRA bomber. He's played by uh, Daniel Day-Lewis. It's a great movie. Um, now, if you want to go into the funny direction, a comedy movies, I'm going to suggest In Bruges. Uh, uh, good, Colin Farrell. Yeah, Colin Farrell. Well, it's kind of, yeah, it stars fake Grindelwald, uh, Mad-Eyed Moody, and Voldemort. Uh, <laughs> that is, yes, Colin Farrell, Brendan Gleeson, and Ralph Fiennes. Oh, I love Brendan Gleeson. Yo, check out Calvary, too. And last, if you want to go in the love, the romantic Oh. Section. You want to hold her hand. <laughs> um, please steer clear of P.S. I love you. <laughs> Gerard Butler is Scottish. 
not Irish. So yes, I would say go for the movie Brooklyn from 2015. Yo. I've heard it's good. Yo. It's got Saoirse Ronan in it. And guess what? She's Irish. So think of those movies for your St. Patrick's Day. And if you want to tell us to go fuck ourselves and watch Gerard Butler movies, watch the Olympus Has Fallen, London Has Fallen, and Angel Has Fallen trilogy. Well, you're on acid and chain yourself to a radiator and have someone pour hot water <laughs> on your head every hour. And you will gain so much physical and mental strength. The government cannot stop you. Fellas, ladies, let me ask you a question. Is the Ojai Valley Inn cover for a CIA torture base? Jeep, thoughts? It uh, definitely could be. You know, there's there's always the bait and switch yeah. factor over there at the Ojai Valley Inn. Here, have your $7 bottle of water that's actually tears from child slaves. <laughs> I mean, you do, if you go there, you'll notice how weirdly shaped the hotel is. Yeah. And there's a lot of steps going places, and you don't know why are there so many doors. There's secret doors, and um, you can hear moaning down beneath. They say it's the pipes, but... <laughs> put yeah, your no. put your ear on the bottom step of any of those stairwells, and you are in for a surprise. Go to room 4B on the west side and uh, listen at the very bottom crack of the door, and you will hear a woman moaning, Help me, John Travolta. So <laughs> They've got a pretty good sex dungeon over there. <laughs> All right. Well, maybe it's not CIA. Maybe it's private sector. The CIA has really <laughs> fallen off. <laughs> To the CIA agent who has been tasked with listening to our show, let me just tell you, first, I support what you're doing. Thank you for your service. Second, let me just ask, why has your organization gone from propping up guys like bin Laden and overthrowing governments and putting entire regions into chaos? You went from that in the 80s to now Pete Buttigieg? That's your new guy? You went from bin Laden to Buttigieg. That is really disappointing. I want to see you guys get back to what you love to do because I can tell you're not happy. I can tell you're not happy. This isn't who you are. So just be yourself. Every Disney Channel original movie, including Luck of the Irish, the St. Patrick's Day special, told you to be yourself. So be yourself. Yes. And maybe watch Luck of the Irish yeah. on pa on Patty's Day because that is That's an insanely banger. good movie. That's a banger. And yes, bold on the ball. insane. What was that Disney movie? Is that the, um, yeah, it's the, the one with the, the leprechauns. Basketball. The yeah. leprechauns that play. Yeah. That short uh, guy is in it. That um, the actor. It's, it's like that mermaid movie, but with leprechauns. Oh, 13th year. Yo, 13th year is good. Twitch is one and two. Uh, Twitch is two. I got about? a Raging Erection while watching when I was young. Um, also, we want to shout out, even though it's not that time of year, Halloween Town. Yeah. Halloween Town 2, Calabar's Revenge. Movies. Halloween Town High, Halloween Town. Oh. Return to Halloween Town was absolute shit, so you can flush that down the yeah. toilet. But um, anyways, Kaylee Rain cannot make it. I just got the call. So there will be no musical outro. Well, we'll play a little music. But Damn it. it. So anyways, Jeep, tell us more about your time in the French prison system. Why exactly were you locked up? Is it because you were rumored to be supporting the Corsican separatist movement? Yes, I was charged with insurgency. But um, all, all rumors are false. I'm just a fuck up. I brought, uh, I, I brought the wrong bag on the plane. <laughs> and it uh, turns out that um, firearms are, are illegal to transport on commercial planes. Of this caliber, at least. Yeah. I heard you, you picked up the wrong bag. You saw what was in it, but you said, fuck it. 
I'll go on it well, anyway. We it was a little bit heavier. Than I like to push the limits, and it got me this time. It's Sorry, not my folks. briefcase. We flew private, if you remember episode four. We flew private. We ended up in Florida on accident, so we had to go commercial, and I think that's what the uh, holdup was. Usually, my pilot, I can take whatever the fuck I want. <laughs> Nevertheless, Florida to France don't push the limits, folks. Yeah, they may both start with an F, but Florida and France are very different places. Yes. Yeah. There is a there is a Paris in Kentucky, nevertheless. Don't get them confused. Hey, there's a Paris in California. Um, all right, moving on to celebrity news. Uh, Russell, you'll be interested in this. Lady Gaga had her dogs stolen by a armed gunman. Two armed gunmen, it says. So what's up with this? It, yet again, is this CIA or is this just a crime of passion? I have no idea what you're talking about. I've never been in that area, and I don't know what they're going to do when they try to f catch the other guy. All right, you <laughs> fuckers. Whoever the fuck took Lady Gaga's dogs, Danny Trejo's out on the streets looking for your asses. He has taken it upon himself to bring you to justice. And you know what? You probably won't even make it that far because this man sticks up for animal rights and <laughs> Gaga's rights, and you are fucked. <laughs> Wild. I actually want to have, uh, hey, point counterpoint. I want to say whoever you are, whoever shot Lady Gaga's dog walker and took the dogs, good job. I want to see more of this. I love this type of crime. Like, I can just imagine the guys. <laughs> Some like, radical, yeah, like. Following her dog walkers, like, route. Okay, and then he turns right. All right. Yeah, get, the, get the ghost. Get the guns. We're going to take him out. We're going to get the dogs. Go back to the drop site. Like, this is right. some tactical shit, boys. Keep the gun, shoot him in the knee, make sure he's wounded, Congratu <laughs> grab the dogs. Congratulations, fellas. I mean, I know it didn't work out, but you tried, and there's no shame in trying. I washed a pen in my laundry, and now my dryer is coated with black ink spots. So, Rorschach. You win some, you lose some. All right. <laughs> we are moving on now to the presidency. We already talked about it a little in our Q&A segment. I want to talk about this woman, our vice president, this California queen, Kamala Yas girl Harris, who will soon become our president when she smothers Sleepy Creepy Joe with a Tempur-Pedic pillow. Now, let me just ask you guys. We've talked about Sleepy Joe. We've mentioned Kamala Harris. We know her background as a hardline cutthroat DA, as someone who sent the police after the parents of children who were late for school or who were truant. So we know about who this person is. She's a bare knuckle political fighter and the product of a corrupt machine. What do we think, what's her trajectory? Let's get back to Will's question. What is Kamala's future? Oh, Kamala, oh, Kamala, you're gonna be president. And I think that um, she is going to continue to be hated and hated and hated. And it'll uh, be good for her because she'll have speeches where she'll be like, they hate me for this reason and they hate me for that reason. Mm. But it really won't be those reasons, but she'll use that as a new platform and she'll scream and say, I stand here fighting up against the people oppressing me. And uh, I think that's probably what will happen. Sort of the, the Hillary, Hillary mindset. Now, of course, you must know that Anything and everything we talk about, we take a cynical view on that. Yes. <laughs> Just letting cynical, you know. Cynical. Um, if you haven't noticed. So now 
Where is this plane going? Well, as our pilot, I will now be steering us into the snake-free zone. There are no snakes on this plane, and there are no snakes in Ireland because St. Patrick, St. Patrick, patron saint of the Irish people, drove the snakes out of Ireland, so the legend goes. And when he did that, every action has a reaction, and all those snakes that were cast out of the Emerald Isle suddenly appeared on a passenger jet. And if it wasn't for the work of another saint, St. Samuel L. Jackson, <laughs> those snakes would have killed a key witness in a federal crime and taken down the case the government was trying to bring against a drug lord. Yes, we're talking about snakes on a plane. Yes, and if the, you haven't... historical film. Yeah, see, if you've seen the regular version, you'd think that, oh, some bad guys put it on the plane. But no, I've seen the director's cut. Yes. The Snyder version. Yes, if you will. The and version. you will yeah. see the snakes coming from Ireland... Creeping onto that plane. It just took them a long time to crash. They were shook as fuck. St. Patrick got those snakes quaking in their skin, dude. They were, like, ready to jump. Yeah. Dude. They weren't liking that water. They had to get on a plane. And what plane? Samuel Jackson. Some other actors and actresses that have kind of faded out of popularity. Yeah, like people who were hot in 2005. Yeah. Like that hot, like, half-Asian faux hawk look in 2005. Yeah. Yeah. It was kind of cool. Yeah. Using martial arts and... The awesome ways and, and motorbikes on Hawaii. Yeah, and snakes biting people in the crotch. And, and actually, anywhere. I mean, anywhere <laughs> yeah. that's like the genitals like or uh, nipples. Yeah, they bite you there. That's um, true. Well, yet again, these were, these were snakes that were so salty that St. Patrick had to kick them out. That they were just like, yo, yeah. <laughs> it's vengeance time. We don't care who, we don't care why. We're biting, 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 biting. But thankfully, Samuel Jackson was able to resolve the situation, and he went surfing in Bali. So that's all yeah, good. Yeah, it was cool. He talked to them. He's a Protestant, he said. <laughs> Talk he, had, to- he has the devil's tongue. He's so- a Protestant. He's able to communicate with uh, legless beasts. Yes. And, and um, he was able to, no, he actually has parcel tongue. Samuel Jackson is a Slytherin. Yeah, I think so. What Harry Potter house are you guys? Jeep, you strike me as a Gryffindor. Is that true? I feel like a Gryffindor, you know, I'm <clears throat> I'm top tier. We all could be, honestly. I'm a little Harry Peter myself. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. Harry always, Nolan, dude. Harry always felt Nolan. like a Ravenclaw. Yeah, definitely Ravenclaw energy. Cameron. Yeah, if it wasn't like if it wasn't Gryffindor, it'd be like Ravenclaw, maybe Hufflepuff. I know I'm a Hufflepuff. Look. The thing is, I know I'm a Hufflepuff. people I'm not always much of a Slytherin guy. <laughs> no, no, no. People no, are no. always wanting to be a Gryffindor. Russell, Gryffindor. you're a Slytherin, bro. All right, fuck it. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> you have but, Slytherin vibes. That's a good thing. I that's mean, okay. They're They're not, that's, this is the thing. They're smart. You're the the books guy. came out, or the movies, whatever, and everyone's like, "I want to be a Gryffindor." It's like, look. Gryffindors were never cool until Harry Potter came along, and they were maybe cool back when, like, yeah, uh, some parents were alive. They're like the, the bullies they were, of the yeah. They're the football team. Like, they were they just popular. There was a time when Slytherin were respected. Yes. They didn't get no respect in the books, man. No, so they got hated on. Yo, I would say that I am a Hufflepuff because I'd sort of, if I were to be at Hogwarts, I'd be like the unremarkable. I'd have a few lines. I'd be like, hey, Harry, what's going on? You want to get lit later? <laughs> like, I'd sow weed to Ron. I'd be like, oh, Ron. We're yeah. a nasty spell. Yeah. 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 What's up, Harry? Yeah. What's up, guys? He's like a dumbass who's always fucking up. Like, Hufflepuff energy. And typical of the movies, um, obviously, there's no accents in the books. 
Um, that'd be kind of cool, though. Flip open book. <laughs> Um, but <laughs> but, this, but in the movies, the one there's only one guy in Gryffindor that's Irish. Yeah, he's that one Seamus. guy. Yeah, shout out. And to they Seamus. make him a bad guy at one point. Like he's kind yeah, of he's just always a dick. mad at Harry. He's it's like, like hey, my full competitor. Hey, my fucking say this. What you doing? You're talking about your full competitor, Harry. Yeah, Harry, my gold. You fucking got dark magic. Talking to snakes, Harry. Saint Patrick changed the folk around on the island, Harry. So that's anyway. I think that speaks a little bit too. Oh, yeah, that's what it is. I mean, it's Seamus. It's they the made sort him. of the way Irish people have been portrayed in a lot of different media as bumbling drunkards and sort of like gregarious oafs. When in reality, like I mentioned earlier, the contribution that the Irish language and Irish poets and writers have made to, you know, fiction and to poetry, it's it's unparalleled. There's no other group. Maybe the Russians. Yeah, I was going to say we talked about in the Call of Duty episode check that it out, they always out, do that, that episode with. Out. They That's do that a with episode. Russians too, make them look like idiots and drunk. The Irish and the Russians. I don't know why. Uh... Well, I mean, also Russian. We talk about Russian literature. You have to mention Russia and all the great writers that come out of there, and the mm-hmm. tragedy and the somber resilience and the existential angst. Aiden from Saddle Mountain. If you want to know the meaning of life, go get you some Russian literature, my king. Go get you some Solzhenitsyn. Go get you some Dostoevsky my king and you will find the meaning of life now have i ever read either of those books no all i read is garfield and the, of course the nutrition label on my turkey hill but i am encouraging you to do it and i'm also encouraging you to just be kind to yourself and be kind to one another like ellen the generous so folks the episode's winding down we want to say thank you for listening we want to say thank you for being here and everyone give your final thoughts uh jeep we'll start with you well, St. Patrick's Day is an incredible holiday. It is bookended by drinking and fraternal parties and all sorts of things over here in, Game the, of house. in the U.S. of A. Nevertheless, we really should celebrate Irish heritage and all that they have given to the modern world. Yeah. Russell. Yes. Peace be to you, brother. Jaman. We mean peace. We just like to be fucking cynical. We like to be pessimistic. You ask us anything on anyone, well, for the revolt, we will fucking hate on it. Yeah. And we will go hard. Because this is the revolt. Ladies and gentlemen, if you are sick of watching this town be vampirized by hedonistic hipster <laughs> hordes, their drooling, block-headed, mouth-agape, Wes Anderson, cum-rag, cardigan, fixie bike-riding devils... That have invaded our once great town and pimped out our culture and stolen our way of life. If you're sick of that shit, if you're sick of driving by the corpse of Caro's and watching as it's paraded when it should be buried in the ground with respect and with honor, but no, they keep its corpse stuffed they like go taxidermy inside. as beacon, as a fucking atrocity, as a mental, physical abomination, as a middle finger to all those of us who remember the smiley face pancakes, those of us who fucking remember what it was like to stroll down Ohio Avenue and not be swallowed up by a horde of Venice Beach vagabond trash. Those of us there. who remember what it was like to not sit in bumper to bumper sprinter traffic. If you want to join this revolt, then join this fucking revolt. Russell, talk to them. Do you remember the days when you could go out at night to Caro's and pay a little bit of money for a little bit of shitty fucking food that just warms your drunken, high body? It 
was good. And no one was around you. You're the only one in the area. You and your friends. It was amazing. When Irish eyes are smiling. Cameron, tell the people what you think. Talk to this army. If you tell, haven't, uh, tell the revolt army. If you haven't, haven't. <laughs> if you haven't. <laughs> if you haven't had a uh, Dublin dip or two yet. A Dublin dip? Yeah. You're failing. Yeah, drop a couple of Dublin drops, Dublin dips. <laughs> uh, as yeah, we won't say what else they're called because that is honestly very gross and, and perverse. You probably won't get a uh, Irish car bomb from the bar if you, <laughs> you ask just, for a Dublin dip. <laughs> Dublin drop. So we, he just <laughs> dropped the other one, and that just goes to show how hard a Dublin drop can do yes. on you. And we do want to say, I mean, all the lives that were lost in the troubles in the secretarian violence and killing in Northern Ireland and in the Irish Republic, it's a true tragedy, and the Irish people have endured centuries of oppression, centuries of persecution. We don't condone any violence. We're, we're not We're the, not picking sides. We're yeah. leaving the hatreds of the old world behind because we're in America, and it's time to bury that shit. In the new world, we don't beef. We might make jokes, but we don't want that kind of conflict here. But we do want the Irish and the Catholics of the North to have respect, to have dignity, and to be able to live their lives the way they want, and to be able to worship their God and speak their mother tongue. That's what we want. So, anyone have anything else to say to the people before I uh, read us out of here? We appreciate you. Love you guys. Read us out. All right, this is St. Patrick's Breastplate. Christ be with me. Christ within me. Christ behind me. Christ before me. Christ beside me, Christ to win me, Christ to comfort and restore me, Christ beneath me, Christ above me, Christ in quiet, Christ in danger, Christ in hearts of all that love me, Christ in the mouth of a friend and stranger.